0: The wellness revolution starts now. Hello, this is Dr. Steve Hotsey and welcome to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. I do believe that every one of you needs to have a physician and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you got energy, vitality, and you have enthusiasm for life. Today, I want to discuss with you a very important topic that affects a large percentage, probably a majority of Americans, particularly women, as they march through their menstrual life, and that's the issue of hypothyroidism or low thyroid levels, not just in the blood, but within the cells. The thyroid gland is located in the neck. It's shaped like a monarch butterfly, and it produces thyroid hormones. It produces two particular thyroid hormones, one called T4. That's a thyroid hormone, if this is the thyroid hormone, with four iodine atoms attached to it. 94% of all the thyroid hormone produced by the gland is T4. It also produces the thyroid hormone T3. That's the thyroid atom with or the thyroid molecule, with three iodine atoms. That's the active thyroid hormone. The T4 has to be secreted into the blood, and then uh, then it has to enter the cells. And in the cells, there is an enzyme that cleaves off one of the iodine atoms, converting it to the active thyroid hormone, T3. That's what's important. That's like a spark plug that activates the power plant within your cells. The power plant within every cell is called the mitochondria. You might remember that from high school biology. It produces, the mitochondria, the power plant produces electrical energy. And that electrical energy is then transported by a molecule called adenosine triphosphate or ATP to various biochemical reactions within the cell that gives the cell's biochemical reactions the energy to function. And when the cells have enough electrical current in them, they function well and the organs in which those cells live function well. Well, symptoms of low thyroid are as follows. Most commonly, people complain of fatigue. They're tired. They're sick and tired and they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. They go to bed at night and wake up tired. They're tired all day long. They may and commonly have difficulty losing weight. They also may have cold sensitivities. Their hands and feet are cold. They have cold intolerance. I've even had some individuals come in and they have to wear sweaters even during the summer. When it's 100 degrees outside, they still feel chilled. Because the thyroid hormone enables the cells to produce and use energy, it governs our body's metabolism, which is our energy production. So if you have low energy production, your cells aren't going to work as well. That's why people with low thyroid also complain of an inability to really focus or think clearly. They have an inability to f- concentrate. I often hear it described by women as, I've got brain fog. And often it causes mood swings. It can cause irritability. It can cause depression. A very common feature of low thyroid is depression. It also causes joint and muscle aches and pains. People with low thyroid condition often have sluggish bowel functions. I've had a common question a doctor asked you, well, how regularly do you have your bowel functions? I've had people tell me, well, I have them regularly every two to three days. Well, that's not healthy. And that's one of the reasons that we have a high incidence of colon cancer in the population because people don't eliminate um, regularly. You should have a bowel function every time you eat. You should Your bowels should move and most people say well that seems strange and it is strange to people because their bowels aren't functioning right because they're sluggish. It also can cause hormonal problems. Particularly, we see this in women Uh, as they march through their menstrual life. Their hormones can adversely affect the ability of the thyroid hormone to be assimilated into the cells. They have a condition which is called estrogen dominance. In a normal menstrual cycle, which would be every 28 days, once a woman sloughs the inner lining of the womb and has her period, she begins to make estrogen. Estrogen hormones proliferate the inner lining of the womb. Mid-cycle, on day 14, a woman would ovulate. She'd give off an egg. And in that area where the egg is given off, called the corpus luteum, that area of the, of the uh, ovary produces progesterone progesterone matures the inner lining of the wound and it prepares it for a pregnancy. If no pregnancy occurs then the hormones inevitably decline because the ovary quits producing them. You slough the inner lining of the womb and you start over again. Well as women march through their menstrual life they get what is called estrogen dominance. Oftentimes women don't produce enough progesterone after they ovulate. And they don't have a proper balance between estrogen and progesterone, so the estrogen dominates. And this is manifested by a change in the menstrual cycles. Routinely, a woman, when she has normal cycles, when she's younger, will have them for three days to five days. They'll be be mild. She may have a little cramping. But as she moves through her menstrual life and the estrogen hormones dominate and she doesn't produce enough progesterone, then the menstrual periods become heavier they may last five to seven days. And then as she gets older, seven to nine days, and then it has severe heavy bleeding, we call menorrhagia, and then they get breakthrough bleeding. And so And then they oftentimes will develop fibroid tumors. They go to the physician, their ob and he goes, well, I can solve that problem, we'll just cut out your uterus. That will stop the bleeding, but that doesn't stop the uh, imbalance in the hormones. That can be prevented by using natural progesterone as a woman begins to have the symptoms of dysfunctional uterine bleeding and the symptoms of premenstrual symptoms, the, the mood swings, the weight gain, the breast tenderness, the headaches. All these begin to manifest themselves as a woman has estrogen dominance. Now, when a woman is estrogen dominant, that stimulates the liver to produce Thyroid binding globulins. These are proteins that latch on to the thyroid hormone, so it can't be assimilated properly in the cells. So women, as they march through their menstrual life, invariably will have these symptoms of low thyroid. So it's a and, and another thing we see in women with low thyroid condition is it a problem with fertility and inability to become fertile. We have numerous guests of ours female guests that have come here after they've gone through infertility treatment they call it infertility treatment because uh, infertility treatment because only 25% of the women that go through uh infertility treatment ever become pregnant and the reason they don't become pregnant is because they have an abnormal imbalance in their hormones estrogen progesterone which also adversely affects their ability to utilize thyroid hormones. So we have had women come in and say, look, my hormones are all screwed up ever since I had my infertility treatments. I just want to get my hormones right. And I tell them, don't blame me if you get pregnant. I'll give you an example. We have a guest of ours, uh, Catherine Ritchie, who's, who you can see on com testimonials came in to see us at age 28. She had seen 50 physicians beforehand. She had been um, uh, without menstrual cycles since she was 18 when she was in a terrible car accident uh, in Russia working with her parents in a Christian orphanage over there and uh, broke every, just about broke every bone in her body and she was very blessed to to live. But she was in chronic pain she was in terrible condition, and she saw numerous physicians because she wanted to get married and have children. And uh, the last place she had gone was Mayo Clinic, and they said, it's all in your head. So her father, fortunately, had seen one of our advertisements in Southwest um, Airlines Magazine and called her daughter called his daughter and said, Catherine, you need to go see the Hootsie Health and Wellness Center. Well, she came in. And she had all the classical symptoms of low thyroid. She was not menstruating properly, and we simply got her up on thyroid and began to supplement her with some natural progesterone. And lo and behold, in the first year, she became pregnant and had a baby. And she went to celebrate this child with her husband at a uh, at a uh, lovely resort in. Uh, in Colorado Springs, the Broadmoor, and she was starting to feel nauseated and and sick. So she had her husband go get a pregnancy test at one of the local pharmacies there, and she checked it, and she was pregnant again. She had her second pregnancy. Catherine has now had five children. When she was told she would never, ever be able to have children again, by literally scores of physicians across the country. This is just one example of the powerful effects that thyroid hormone can have on fertility. Thyroid hormones can also, low thyroid hormone condition could also cause a loss of the lateral third of the eyebrows, loss of the eyelashes, an enlarged tongue that has scalloping effect because the tongue enlarges, it bumps up against the uh, teeth and they get scalloped across the the, uh, borders of the tongue. It can cause hair loss in women. It causes loss of uh, uh, hair under the arms. It can cause loss of hair on the legs, both in males and females. It causes puffiness due to fluid retention. And uh, because it causes the body to produce, this edema is called mixed edema. It's kind of a fatty edema that is in the skin, and y- you you can punch on it. It won't leave a mark, but it's just puffiness due to the... Uh, to the storage of this mixed material underneath the skin. So women, when they have, and men, when they have these problems, often go see their local uh, primary care physician. And they, they have looked online commonly and looked under these conditions, and it often points that they have the symptoms of low thyroid, hypothyroidism. They go to the physician, and and they go, Doc, do you think I could possibly have low thyroid? Why do you think you have low thyroid, they'll say. Well, I've got all these symptoms. He says, well, all my women have those symptoms at your age. That's just what happens as you age. Well, could you do a thyroid test? Well, it's going to cost you extra because it's not going to be paid for by your insurance. Well, whatever you have to do, they say. Just draw my blood. I'm sure that I've got these symptoms, and it must be low thyroid. Well, it's not, but we'll draw your blood anyway. And they draw the blood. And then what happens The patient often waits for a word back from the doctor's office days, weeks. Finally, they call in and say, could I please talk to somebody and get the results of my blood test? And nurse Betty will call back up and say, well, I've got good news for you. Your thyroid hormones are in the normal range. She goes, oh gosh, I was sure that I had low thyroid. Well, there's a myth in medicine that the Thyroid-stimulating hormone test that is used as the, cl- as the main diagnosis by conventional physicians is the way to diagnose whether or not you have low thyroid condition. Remember, the thyroid-stimulating hormone test, TSH, is a test that measures the thyroid-stimulating hormone produced by the pituitary gland. If a gland isn't making enough thyroid hormone, Then the pituitary gland will tell the thyroid gland by sending a messenger called the thyroid stimulating hormone to stimulate the thyroid gland to produce more thyroid hormone. And what then happens is the thyroid gland will enlarge and supposedly produce more thyroid hormone. Think of it like this. The pituitary gland is like the jockey and the thyroid stimulating hormone is like the whip. The thyroid gland is like the horse, and you're in a horse race, and he wants the, the jockey wants the horse to go faster, so he produces that whip and starts whipping the horse. Well, that's the thyroid-stimulating hormone. And in classical, and we do see this in some patients, in classical patients, they'll get elevated TSH levels, which is indicative that the thyroid gland is not functioning right. And uh, the thyroid gland will often be enlarged, and that's called a goiter, G-O-I-T-E-R. So you go to the doctor, you've got the symptoms of low thyroid, and they say, well, your TSH is normal. That must mean your thyroid gland is normal. No, it doesn't, because the thyroid hormones that are secreted by the thyroid gland must enter the cells and be converted from the inactive T4 thyroid hormone to the active T3. That requires a deiodinase enzyme to cleave off that one thyroid atom. But guess what? There's a compound that we, there's a chemical that we commonly uh, drink every day in our water, and that's in all, almost all toothpaste products, and that's called fluoride. Fluoride is a halogen. If you remember your your uh, chemical chart from high school, the periodic table, there's a certain part of that table called the halogens that contains iodine, chloride, bromide, fluoride, and several other products or chemical uh, uh, per, uh, chemical atoms, and they all are related to one another. So when a person takes thyroid. I'm sorry, drinks fluoride in the water, and it's in 70% of the water in America. And when they take fluoride in their toothpaste, that fluoride poisons the diiodinase enzyme, so it can't convert T4 to T3. You must simply get yourself on a reverse osmosis system if you're drinking water, and you must eliminate the commonly uh, common toothpaste that you use that contain fluoride. If you go and look at your toothpaste on the side of the box and on the side of the tube, it will say warning. There's a warning label. If you ingest this toothpaste in a larger amount than you put on your toothbrush, immediately contact poison control or contact your physician. Now, why would they have that label on the toothpaste? Toothpaste without thyroid hormone like toothpaste we sell here at the OZ Health and Wellness Center is free of fluoride. It has no warning label on it. Fluoride is a poisonous chemical to the body. Now, in America, we began using fluoride in the toothpaste back in the 19—I'm sorry, uh, in the water in the 1960s. There's a big argument and a lot of— uh, Um, controversy about adding fluoride to the water. But they did, saying, well, that's going to help people get less cavities, these youngsters. Well, in Europe, they banned fluoride treatment. In in 1960, 18% of the American population was obese, uh, and half of that, I'm sorry, 16% were obese, 8% were overweight. Now, in our current day and time, 70% 70% of our population is overweight, I'm sorry, 70% is overweight and 35% are obese. And I need to go back. In 1960, it was 16% were overweight and 8% were obese. In Europe currently, the obese, uh, uh, the overweight uh, part of the population is just still 16% and only 8% are obese. They don't use fluoride there's a correlation between the use of fluoride and and, the, and obesity in America that they don't have in uh, Europe. So I want to recommend that you eliminate fluoride because that adversely affects your cells. So you can, uh, your cells ability to utilize the active thyroid hormone that activates the mitochondria that produces the electrical energy that drives your cells, that drives all the organs. So when you get a blood test, on thyroid-stimulating hormone, and your doctor says, well, it's in the normal range. Well, here's how they determine the normal range. The doctor doesn't determine, the lab does. They take the last tests that were done from the previous week, and it's thousands of tests, and they get an average of everybody's average level. It's like a bell-shaped curve. Right in the middle of the bell-shaped curve is the average or the mean. Then they apply a statistical term called two standard deviations. From that, both high and low, that gives them the bell-shaped curve. Ninety-five percent of the people fall within that range. The r- normal range on the thyroid-stimulating hormone, TSH, is as tall as the Empire State Building, as wide as the Grand Canyon. So when you were young, you may have produced thyroid hormones in an optimal range. But as you age, your thyroid hormones decline And they still may be within the normal range, but they may decline by as much as 50, 60, or 70%. And you go to the doctor, he says, well, you're in the low range, but you're still within the range, so you don't need thyroid hormone. Conventional doctors, (coughs) when they treat for thyroid, will use a product called Synthroid, or levothyroxine, which is only the inactive T4 thyroid hormone. We have seen... Thousands of guests have come here to the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center who have been on synthetic thyroid hormone, who still have all the signs and symptoms of low thyroid. And they go back to their doctor, and doctors. they tell them, I still have all the symptoms. And it goes, "Well, oh, your thyroid is normal now. we Stay on the Synthroid. And they adjust it, but it doesn't solve the problem because it has to be converted to T3, and it's the inactive thyroid hormone T4. At the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center, We use bioidentical natural thyroid hormones uh, that contain both T3 and T4, and it's derived from pork. And the pork uh, thyroid hormone contains a larger percentage of T3. About 20% is T3 and about 80% is T4, and the T3 is the active hormone. If we get our guests off their fluoride and put them on the thyroid hormone, then that stimulates energy production within the cell. Now, all of a sudden, the cells, instead of running at a low voltage, they're running at high voltage. And the patient then becomes a live wire again, and they feel good, and they get their energy back. They begin to be able to lose weight. They think, can think clearly. Joint muscle pains go away. They get normal bowel function, normal uh, menstrual cycles. And for those younger women that are infertile, they, they oftentimes can regain their fertility and have children. Thyroid is a very important hormone, and uh, we believe that everybody that has the symptoms of hypothyroid should at least have a therapeutic trial with natural bioidentical thyroid hormones in order to help them obtain and maintain health and wellness naturally. Hope this has helped you understand the importance of thyroid hormone replenishment therapy and a large majority of the American population, particularly in women, although it occurs in men as well, will have problems with low thyroid. If you'd like us to help you, please don't hesitate to call us here at the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. The number's on the line. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy, regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.